Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> what What are we doing? It's six o'clock Central Time. I know. Yeah. It's a super ultra mega special. Right. Because bandwidth and banter today. Uh huh. Mm hmm. See, we 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 have to bandwidth and banter is is so important. What we're doing that we uh, want to facilitate and be accommodating to folks with different schedules, right? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is, there's, in fact, actually, I think this episode and the next two are going to be all yep. at 6 p.m. Central Time. So, kind of cool. But it, it'll, it'll obviously oscillate. The 2 p.m. Central Time is better for folks in Europe, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas 6, 6 p.m. Central Time would be like, 1 a.m. I think for them or something, <laughs> midnight or something. Yeah. So, yeah, midnight. Yeah. But wow. Okay. Back to on topic. I'm getting a little distracted because you know, anytime I'm around the the chaos engine over there, distractions occur. <laughs> See, she knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> me. Um. It's me. Hi. Mm -hmm. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, from the get go, I want to share tonight. Uh, we're super stoked and excited to have uh, one of our favorite people, a good supporter of the channel and a, a channel whom we support. And, and that is Riley Rea. We're super honored and stoked to have her on the stream. Honestly, she's been on our list for the longest time. She's one of the first people that we put on her list. Um, and yep. it's only been tech issues, you know, trying to resolve things uh, to make sure that, that we could make it work. And so mm -hmm. we're honored tonight to introduce uh, a, a, an amazing streamer who you all already know and appreciate. And so yes. here she is tonight on Bandwidth and Banter, our next guest. Hi. Hi, Riley Rhea. Hello. <laughs> So, How's it going? I love your avatar. Uh, so, Rhea, please introduce yourself and share, you know, what your stream is all about, and then we'll jump into the questions. Hi, everybody. I'm trying to wave at you, and it's not working. Um, <laughs> my name is Raya. Uh, my channel name is really Raya. Um, I am, I've been streaming since 2022. Um, been on the platform for quite a long time but just started streaming last year uh, as a vtuber um as far as my channel goes i play a whole bunch of variety games we play a lot of spooky games a lot of you know kind of top-down fighty games uh, first person shooters uh, i think probably the most well-known one that i play is phasmophobia or i get to run around and scream a lot with my friends um, and of course, I have some colorful personalities that come on with me sometimes. So uh, it's been a blast and uh, I'm super, super thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Oh, Absolutely. God. Are you kidding? I'm we... so excited. I know. Me too. Uh, I just I, I can't imagine Bandwidth and Banner and not having Raya on at, at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. She's just a part of our, our community and vice versa. And uh, we're just honored to have you here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for joining us. We're going to jump straight into the questions. And uh, I, I, again, thank you for joining us tonight. So, uh, thank you. Kick us off, Druid. Rhea, 
Please share a boring fact about yourself. A boring fact. Um, I would say one boring fact about me is that I really love falling asleep in my chair. I have a very comfy reclining chair and my desk is set up right next to my bed. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll sit here and kind of put my feet up and then I'll just fall asleep in my chair probably like every day. That is amazing. That I is. love that. That so, is so good. Th- th- it's a bad habit. Everybody yells. Everybody that I know yells at me for it, but I, I still find a way to make it happen. Hey, you do you. If, if, if that's how you can sleep, that's good. Is it one of those like big, thick re- recliner style chairs or is it like a, uh, what, what sort of chair is it? It's, it's really just a regular like gaming computer chair, oh. but it's, um, but it's that comfy, huh? It just huh? has a really nice recline. Yeah, it is. Right on. I, I'm very, like, notoriously, like, I can sleep anywhere. Like, any position, like, any, like, spot, like, on the floor, on a beanbag, like, in a closet. It doesn't matter where. <laughs> That's okay. amazing. I wish I, wish I, I had, had that, that power. What, what did you say, Druid? I said, I wish I had that power. I can't sleep ever. <laughs> uh, it's like you read my mind. I was literally about to say, "That's I wish I had that superpower. <laughs> so, um... So, uh, Rhea, tell us, uh, how did you pick your Twitch name? What was the inspiration? So, uh, obviously, my Twitch name is a combination of two words, uh, Rilie and Raya. Uh, Raya is my actual real-life name. Um, and Rilie doesn't have any specific, uh, you know, meaning to anything that I have or do. It doesn't go to like with the channel thing. It was just I was trying to come up with some kind of a like little word or little phrase or something to attach onto my name since the word Raya was chosen. And I am actually a really big fan of um, uh, HP Lovecraft's work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you will probably know that really is the title of the the dead city where Cthulhu is supposed to be resting. Oh. So. Mm-hmm. Nothing else really special to it. I just thought, oh, this is cool. And it goes with my name. I'll put them together. <laughs> Love they it. really they are wonderful together. It's, it's fantastic. And uh, I have gotten some small resistance about it because it is a little hard, I think, to spell sometimes. It might confuse people. But at this point, I've I kind of just accepted it and gone with it. Yep. I'm, I'm happy. You so. should. You should. I have <laughs> yeah. to. I have to admit that I at first was one of those those resistant people, and and but you know, just like everything in life, we we learn to uh, to adapt, and and I would never want you to change it ever again. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's perfect. It suits you. Um, yeah. Uh, um. What was the inspiration for your VTuber avatar? Yeah, this is one I wish this had been my question. This is great. (laughs) So the inspiration for my VTuber avatar was um, the the old original model that I had that some people might remember was an old uh, Dark Elf character of mine Mm -hmm. uh, who actually came from one of my D&D campaigns Mm -hmm. uh, where she had, you know, darker skin, uh, like very long, like green hair, um, and was a character that I was very attached to at the time. And I thought, you know, I really like this representation, this character, this appearance. You know, I'm looking to get into streaming, and I, you know, obviously, like everyone else, had 
gotten more and more into VTubers as they became more popular. And I thought this is something that I could translate into streaming because, you know, I'm one of those many people who does have a certain amount of anxiety about being on camera. Yeah. Um, and uh, it basically just kind of went from there. Um, I had that original, original model for quite some time. And once we finally got big enough, felt like confident enough with the channel going forward, I decided to take the plunge and get just a total like overhaul, kept a lot of like colors and mm -hmm. themes, but went more into kind of the, the puppy wolf girl kind of look that my character no, has. Great. Uh, it's something that I find adorable. Like, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. I I think it's absolutely amazing, and I, I would not change it for anything else right now. Yeah, it is amazing. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, I love it so much. It's one of the best can, VTuber avatars I have ever seen on Twitch, without a doubt. I can check and zoom out and show the, the full. Oh, yeah, please. That's cool. <laughs> Look yeah. at her. She's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. I didn't realize. I, I have to admit, I didn't realize it was a wolf girl. For some reason, I thought it was like a a, a fox, because you know the. But but it's, I didn't. I definitely <laughs> to my see. to my understanding, it is. Oh. Hmm. So I, I'm 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 glad I got this question since I didn't get that other question. Um, what D and D class do you consider yourself to be in real life? Oh God. Okay. So I, I, I knew that this is one that was coming and I, I did not prepare for it at all. Um, this is very difficult and anybody who knows me, anybody who has ever played D and D with me or listened to me talk about D and D will know that I suffer really, really badly from indecisiveness. Um, especially when I find so many different characteristics about the different classes and the different things that mm -hmm. um, I like the most. Right. Um, if I had to be a D&D &D class in real life, I would probably most likely end up being either a cleric or a warlock. Um, just based on like my nature, I feel like it would probably end up being a cleric because I'm a little more of a goody two shoes than like an actual chaotic soul. Mm -hmm. But definitely one or two of those I vibe with the most. I gotcha. Love that. I gotcha. I think that's awesome. And it, it suits. I without a doubt. <laughs> so I actually heard that your D D character almost died recently. Can you share that story? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, so my character always ends up getting into trouble somehow, like through no fault of her own, no, no desire of mine whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, we had recently uh, been on a quest on this island that was kind of under siege from these sort of, you know, fell, fell demon creatures. Mm -hmm. uh, we had just defeated the, the, big, the big bad of the island inside of a volcano. Mm -hmm. And we're on our way back to, you know, the town and, uh, Basically, what had happened was we had taken the long way around the island to get to the volcano, mm -hmm. but was enough of the party wanted to keep exploring that we decided to take the kind of shorter alternate route to get back. Mm -hmm. And that ended up going through this sort of 
ancient abandoned uh, uh, civil like ruins of some mm-hmm. giant civilization it's just just absolutely like gorgeous just like you know big pyramids like stone mm-hmm. pathways and at the top of this giant step pyramid was a beholder oh. um which our party had never encountered before, uh, was not prepared for. Um, We tried our best to get through, and almost immediately, within the first 10 turns of combat, uh, my character did get one-shot by the Beholder from full health. Wow. Um, Now, they very, very barely were able to... Like, and it was bad. I really thought it was it. Was it. I was devastated mm-hmm. um, because the party was split. People were having to run and try to, you know, find cover mm-hmm. and avoid like other beams and blasts. And they were just barely able to drag my character's corpse to the side of like below a stone bit of road uh-huh. and uh, cast, I believe, Revivify on her. So God. the rest of that combat was spent basically in a blind panic. Wow. No health, just trying anything that we could do to escape without anyone else dying. Right on. That's a great story. Are you glad that you have that story now? I wish that was the first time that <laughs> it had been that close. But um, on literally the session previous, uh, on our way to said volcano, uh, my character also was on. If you know how D&D works, which obviously you guys do, but uh, you get three um, of your death rolls before your character is perma-dead. Mm-hmm. And my character was on her last roll wow. uh, before she got a nat 20 and immediately brought her back up. So she was that close to dying to, I believe it was a, a giant orangutan and a group of floating skulls. That were throwing fireballs everywhere. Wow, that's an action-packed group. I like it. <laughs> so uh, uh, this might be a tough one, but uh, do do you have a a favorite D and D class to play? And if so, what is it? So I would say that my my favorite D and D class so far to play has been Warlock. Um, it's the one that I played the longest. Uh, I've played a couple <clears throat> of different characters. I've had a fighter. I've had a cleric. Um, I'm currently playing a wizard, but Warlock has always been near and dear to my heart. It was my very first D&D character. Um, first D&D character that I ever made was Kura, who was a six-year-old um, baby kobold um who got tricked into serving her patron (laughs) and now mind you six years old for a kobold is technically full-grown young adults Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. she was raised by uh, a society of humans so she was essentially treated like a baby she was like a baby she's a child (laughs) oh Um, yeah which was very very fun to play she's very like you know, immature, like wanderlust, like roaming around, kind of had to like reel her in, keep her from, you know, stepping yep. into anything too dangerous, but still had all of this, you know, power and like potential to oh, yeah. grow into. So mm-hmm. I definitely say Warlock would be my pick. Right on. Thank you. That's I, great, that's I think that answer. Warlock is, you know, one of those classes where it has a very solid like baseline for any kind of character style that you want to play, whether you want to be a blaster, you want to be a face, and the invocations that it offers lets you really, really like expand wherever you want to take your character. Mm-hmm. 
Warlock is one of those classes I would love to play one day. For sure. <laughs> um, so we're going to switch gears a little bit. Um, what drew you to Twitch? What drew me to Twitch? So uh, when I was younger, um, I was addicted to watching Twitch. Um, <laughs> I think I probably watched Twitch like all, you know, all of like my teenage years, like all growing up. Um, it was a very, you know, a tempting thing for me because, you know, as a kid growing up, like a lot of people had a lot of social anxiety, didn't make a lot of friends very easily, like in real life. And it was very appealing to be drawn to the sort of close knit communities that we have here on Twitch and a lot of our yeah. streamers. Um, and I, you know, had all kinds of interests in different games. Uh, probably the highlight of old getting into Twitch was if anyone is familiar with uh, the streamer Lyric. Um, I know he at least used to be a very, very major streamer on the platform. I don't know if he is still active or not, but I actually became a moderator for one of his moderators, um, which doesn't sound impressive, but that alone was enough to boost my old channel, which never streamed a day in my life uh, to a higher follower account than I currently have after mm -hmm. you know a year and a half of streaming. Wow, um, interesting. Which really goes to show that you know the communities you're in and the support you have can make a a major difference. Mm -hmm. um, at yes. some point, I ended up totally like abandoning everything. Uh, I gave up the account. I really stopped watching Twitch and like was happy to like take my break from it and kind of mm -hmm. focus on real life, focus on, you know, people closer to me. Uh, and I think I kind of got a little too sucked into, you know, feeling like I needed to always be present for these virtual communities when mm -hmm. it may have been more negative for me than positive a lot of the time. And mm -hmm. I think it was good of me to recognize that and kind of pull away and you know, a couple of years later, fast forward, uh, feeling a lot healthier, like mentally a lot better about things. I wanted to get back into it. So mm -hmm. I made my new account. I started, you know, watching a few people. But for me, it's it's very, very chill, very relaxed. Like, I don't mm -hmm. spend a ton of time watching people. Uh, I've talked about this on my channel before, but I try to show my support in little ways here and there. Yeah. Um, but I did get really interested in the idea of streaming, especially as a VTuber. Um, and so a lot of like my time and energy went into figuring out exactly how I could make that happen, especially for someone who isn't as tech savvy as I am. Um, it was quite an adventure. And I, you know, had a really great little start because of all my friends and, you know, the people that I've met along the way. And it's, yeah. it's been really, really great so far. So I'm, I'm super, super happy to be here. Oh, and, I love it so much. Worse. You know, I, it's worth saying that like a big portion of that is also thanks to like you guys and everyone in chat and the people who have like shown me so much like love and support, which I, I, I don't really even have words to. Ditto. You know? We feel the same about you. Yeah. <laughs> so. We really do. You're so good. I know, oh, right? No, you're good. <laughs> I love you both. So, um, can you tell us any interesting stories uh, that that are a, a positive, happy one from your earliest experiences on Twitch? Earliest experiences on Twitch. Um, 
god i remember like just with a craze like watching all of the little like achievements and counters that twitch has just like oh you have to get you know two viewers you have to get three viewers five viewers mm -hmm. Uh, and finally getting to break those after so, so long. It's like, oh, I did like a three hour stream. I did, you know, a two and a half hour stream. I really like poured my heart out and like I got mm -hmm. this close to hitting that like average viewer count mm -hmm. um, and yeah. finally getting to the point where I could start breaking those and start like progressing forward. I know getting mm -hmm. to um, not a, a getting to a what's it called? affiliate, I think mm -hmm. was like a major, major milestone for me. Yeah. Uh, super unbelievably happy uh, getting to unlock that, you know, support, the ability to have emotes, the ability to, you know, customize your channel and get points. Um, it was yeah. really exciting. Oh, yeah. So good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what did your family and friends think when you told them you planned on streaming? So my friends were all super like supportive. Um, one of my like best friends in real life, uh, he goes by the handle Nirm, um, is a Final Fantasy speedrunner and has done a lot of you know stuff in like the speedrun community. Um, I shared a lot with him, a lot with other close personal friends, and everyone you know was very very supportive and happy of me like pushing to like stream and like share this. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I would say, honestly, the thing that weirded people out the most is the VTuber aspect of it rather than mm -hmm. streaming. Um, I never really ran into any, like, you know, weird resistance about streaming games, but being a VTuber and having the VTuber model as opposed to just a regular camera was probably the thing that weirded people out the most. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of, at least some people, you know, associate it in this weird sort of you know anime community sort of bubble of things that they don't really know about yeah or, you know, people some people who have heard about vtubers may have only seen like the very like either kawaii ugu anime like clips off of youtube or the the horny ones basically yeah <laughs> um neither of which is real i mean it is cute for me, but it's nothing like weird. It's nothing. So I yeah. had to kind of explain that. It's just a it's just a cute, fun way for me to like express myself, feel comfortable, yeah. feel happy and kind of share, you know, be able to share myself and my personality with the community rather than having to be preoccupied about like my appearance or some other small things. Yep. I, I get it. Yep. I get it. And respect get it. the hell out of that. Mm hmm. I get it. Like, it's one of those things Like right now I'm like super self-conscious about how my bangs look. And if yeah. I had a VTuber model, <laughs> I would have that problem. You look great, you look great. I will um, say that my family, like my media family, mm -hmm. does find the idea of, you know, string for people kind of weird, but they've kind of gotten used to it mm -hmm. over time. They're a little more supportive than they used to be. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> my good. mom is just always just like, are you live right now? And she like <laughs> shove things under the door rather than like it's, it's the funniest thing. That's <laughs> good that she's being con considerate and sensitive. So supportive. Oh yeah, it's just like, are you live? <laughs> What's going on? And I'm just like, you can come in the room. It's fine. 
Is it one of those <laughs> things where like you have to you have to monitor when your parents are watching your stream or your family's watching your stream so you don't say like too, you don't say too many like f bombs or anything like, no well, too freaked out. I actually I actually cuss more offline than I do online. Okay. <laughs> except today. I actually, I do. I'm silent. What was that? I said, except today during your stream, you were f bombed oh. it all over the place. <laughs> oh, I was. I was. <laughs> but I do. I, I cuss way more offline than I do online, which I find odd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> odd. My mom, my mom, actually, when we moved into the house with my mom, uh, she like didn't cuss as much <laughs> and then fate and i move in and she's dropping f-bombs and doing all this and i'm just like mother <laughs> you corrupted what? your mama i did mama fern i try very hard not to cuss a lot like professionally like in my work environment mm -hmm. and at home um to the point that i will literally say i get made fun of i say sugar instead of like you know, shit or anything. <laughs> um, and I try to model that like on stream, but <laughs> oh. sometimes my company has a way of um, mm -hmm. bringing it out of me anyway. And yes, sometimes the mouth will say what the mouth will say, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. I got in trouble for saying heck at work. Uh -uh. And I'm like, excuse me, you're lucky I didn't say Something I'm else, a lot more right? even tempered than my coworkers are, <laughs> to say the least. So, Raya, what struggles did you deal with when you first started streaming? I guess we've kind of touched on that subject a little bit, but maybe uh, you know, share some some tidbit that you know of, of issues that you experienced when you first started. So, issues first starting streaming. Um, I would definitely say it took me a long time to really understand how to get like assets and like backgrounds and you know overlays layouts a lot of that was very very difficult for me to figure out and i'm one of those people where it's like i really want to take it to one of my more tech savvy friends but i also don't want to like constantly like oh there she goes again she's asking for it like you know she can't figure out herself so a lot of like nights spent trying to figure those things out, figuring out, you know, learning how to use the original um, like applications and programs for the VTuber models that I have. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, literally, I'm pretty sure the Twitch information, like all of the like technical side inputting for the connection is still yeah. same information that I have set up from my friend from literally like three years ago um if that ever goes through i am screwed <laughs> <laughs> well you've got um, a great community who will help you fix it if that ever happens Knock absolutely yeah <laughs> literally anytime <clears throat> i will put i i like we're happy to help because mm -hmm. i'm also not tech savvy my poor husband will get texts from me when i am out and when he's at work like <gasps> i I don't know what happened. It's not picking up my mic and I can't figure it out. So I can't troubleshoot to save my life. Um, what tips can you share to with future streamers? With future streamers? Um, or baby streamers. Or baby streamers. Um, mm -hmm. I, I having spent like a lot of, you know, my previous accounts time, like watching people literally at like, you know, the height of their like Twitch career all the way to people like going through that like daily grind. Um, 
a really good example that I always bring up to people when they talk to me about streaming, about wanting to stream, uh, is that there was a good friend of mine who streamed back when I still played uh, BDO, Black Desert Online. Um, he was a really great guy. You know, he was, you know, in terms of streaming, he had a good personality. He was, you know, funny. He was witty. He was, you know, attractive. He played, you know, popular games. He was really good at specific games. He played a variety of things. He was consistent, you know. He really put a lot into it. And the unfortunate thing is, even after, you know, a year, two years plus of streaming pretty much daily, he never really broke into anything and eventually gave it up. Um, I think that for people who are interested in streaming, uh, it is important to go into it with, you know, the mindset that, you know, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing this to share with my friends. I'm not doing this with the expectation that like, I'm going to immediately take off. I'm going to become super famous. Like I'm going to make lots of money. Like I I've seen a lot of streamers go hardcore on the idea of you know streaming being able to replace their primary income or you know their jobs um and i've seen them crash and burn because of it um and that's you know a really difficult thing to go through and so i think it's really really important for you to make sure that you enjoy it for what it is make sure that you can put yourself in the mindset that you know hey i might only have one or two viewers right now you know no one might be talking in my chat right now but i'm still having fun you know i'm still having a good time i'm able to enjoy the game that i'm playing i'm being social with it and it does take a lot of time and you know you talked about what were you know issues that i faced early on in streaming and the motivation is definitely probably one of the biggest ones it mm -hmm. is that first slog you know, especially if you don't have a community to join into, you don't have a group of, you know, streamers or friends to go into, mm -hmm. it can be very difficult to break into Twitch mm -hmm. and, you know, get to that affiliate point, get to the point where you have, you know, five consistent viewers. Um, so making sure you have a good mindset, you know, keep yourself, keep your spirits up about it and like, don't give up, just keep working on it you know mm -hmm. keep yourself yeah. focused on you don't focus on other people focus on what's going to make you the happiest um mm -hmm. i've had a lot of people tell me like oh you should you know do this or you should do this and it can be valid but at the end of the day i know that the biggest thing that's going to contribute to you know my success on twitch my consistency is being willing and able to follow what's going to make me happy mm. yeah great advice incredible advice Love Fantastic. that. Thank you. I absolutely love that. So, Rhea, uh, what do you enjoy most about streaming? What do I enjoy most about streaming? Mm -hmm. I absolutely love the... I almost said the customer connection uh, because of my job. Uh, <laughs> I love the customer connection. <laughs> Don't look at you as customers, I promise. All sevens. All sevens. <laughs> um, I enjoy the viewer connection the most. 
Um, I enjoy the, you know, answering questions, seeing like people in chat who are happy, who are active, who are like engaging with me, engaging with other people. Um, I, you know, would never do this kind of thing to like a, you know, anonymous audience if that was all that there ever was going to be. Um, I love seeing people happy. I love being able to be entertaining for people, be engaging for people, you know, ask how someone's day is, you know, Mm -hmm. I am really big because I don't traditionally stream as long as a lot of streamers do. I don't traditionally, you know, watch streams as long as some people might stay in. Um, and again, just kind of like my work as well. I try to make the quick connections that I have with people as meaningful as it can be whether i see you for the next hour whether you're in my chat for five minutes i want to see you ask how you are have a good little touch on your day you know before you have to go and that is the most important thing for me right on what a great answer and so true (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much okay because I, I understand the lingo so well. Anyways, uh, do you have a favorite game that you have played on stream? A favorite game that I have played on stream? Mm-hmm. It's probably going to have to be Phasmophobia, um, which is probably not a surprise to anybody. <laughs> um, Phasmophobia is one of those games that I have had for a long time and would spend like two minutes here, five minutes here, like get in, get scared, quit and leave. <laughs> and if, if the VODs on Twitch lasted forever, you would be able to slowly see like the progression of months of effort towards me butting into and pushing through and slowly like getting past that fear. Mm-hmm. I am a very, very big, like scared puppy girl. It's so paranormal specifically is my greatest like fear Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily believe in like paranormal stuff but Mm -hmm. the fear like the phobia you know horror movies horror games like jump scares has always always been like my weak point Mm -hmm. since i was little and uh phasmophobia is genuinely terrifying especially if you are alone when you have that ambience you know you don't know what to do you don't know where to go um it it can be very overwhelming in a like i need to get out of here like almost like a visceral like instinctual thing Mm -hmm. um i think slowly learning to overcome that and getting to share so much of it with my stream you know with my friends with the people watching has been Uh, a lot of fun for me. Probably the most fun that I have had streaming so far. Oh, yeah. I love that. I respect I love that. the hell out of you for, for purposely <laughs> uh, pushing through your fears. You know, I just want you to know I, that. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I, it, it really does mean a lot to me. I and mean, I still remember early Phasmo streams where I remember there was one where I was I was so committed. I was going to do a solo stream. It was just going to be me. I was going to practice and like work through my fears. I think that total stream length was about 36 minutes because <laughs> I quit out like midway through and it became one of my like most viewed clips at the time. Uh, very bad. Don't go look it up. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to see that. All right. Um, 
but taking that and then getting to the point because Phasmo is a game that is has so many like technical points like so many little tidbits about how the game works how the ghosts works how different functions work that yeah, like any game as you slowly get more and more experienced more knowledgeable you start learning how to overcome those things and not give in to like the blind panic the blind fear like i'm about to die it's like okay no i know i can do this i can go here i can use this to help me it's mm -hmm. it's been great <laughs> i love that and, and getting to share that even with um with a stormy as i've had the opportunity to a few times has been wonderful yes i and and you know when we can find time i i fully open to to playing again every once in a while when we can when we can absolutely. do absolutely i would i would adore it i would love to <laughs> I'm trying to branch out to more scary games too because I'm sure people would love to see me. Mm. I'm, I'm ignoring I'm ignoring David in the chat saying she threatened me when I said I was going to buy her a Ouija board. <laughs> I am so against Ouija boards. I will I also threaten you. I can't do it. I don't want that in my house. Mm. I can't do it. If anyone near me. Uh-uh, nope. There, no. No. It's no. Off no. the balcony. No. No, 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 I don't, I don't care. I'm superstitious enough to go, no, get that out of my house. Don't touch right. it. Don't look at it sideways. No. So I'm not superstitious like at all, mm -hmm. but I do believe that the human mind is powerful enough that you can experience, you know, in whatever personal way to you, be that, you know, touch, uh, visual, audio. Um, I believe that the brain can make you see anything that is or isn't there in the right yeah. circumstance. I mean, it's and true. Right? I don't want to test it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> use a Ouija board because I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm not going to test it. Yeah. I'm not going to put that evil out there. Yep. Gotcha. Even then, even then. <laughs> All right. On a, do it. <laughs> on a less creepy subject, um, tell us about a fond memory you have with one of the first games you played as a, when you were younger. Oh gosh, um, a fond memory with one of the first games that I played. Um, I would say that, gosh, I played so many games when I was young growing up, but one of the first games that I ever, ever have any memories of playing was a, a Link to the Past on, I believe it was, um, the Super Nintendo? Um, and uh, that is probably one of like the youngest memories that I or earliest memories that I have of playing a video game mm -hmm. um, was going through there and I never made a lot of progress because I always ended up restarting. Mm -hmm. And when you play that game, it has the opening sequence of lore and it has that musical sequence, which is a soundtrack that has stuck with me like throughout my entire life. It is like my most you know beloved soundtrack that i have in gaming uh, yeah. because it's so nostalgic for me even though i didn't have like a lot of experience like beating the game or going through other you know zelda titles that one thing always stuck out with me and i'm to this day trying to get to the point where i can go back and play that on stream and finally beat it oh that would be right. cool that would be cool <laughs> that would be cool all right, we're going to switch a little gears here. I already know this answer now. Yep. 
That's okay. <laughs> How do you like your coffee, barista? <laughs> ah, so I, 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 I like my coffee like I like my ghosts. Uh, non-existence. <laughs> um, I do not actually like coffee whatsoever. Um, I am a barista, um, but and I do enjoy the smell of coffee. I mm. think like fresh ground coffee, like a freshly opened bag of coffee. There is nothing better for the soul. There's nothing better to wake you up and get you going. Uh, as mm. far as actually drinking it, I can pass on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the taste of coffee, uh, and I'm also not the biggest fan of a lot of caffeine. So for those reasons, I traditionally do not drink any kind of coffee, even decaf coffee. But, you know, if push comes to shove, I can do a tasting of a decaf coffee. Um, yeah, it's just not on the menu for me. I would take water happily. Oh, yeah, me too. And it's funny because I, I think... A lot of people don't realize just how many baristas are not big fans of coffee. Like obviously yeah. some people get into the industry because of their love of coffee. A lot of people just do it because, you know, it's a job or, you yeah. know, like in my case, I like the customer service aspect mm-hmm. or, you know, I like being able to handcraft beverages and, mm-hmm. you know, pair combos for people. And you can be really knowledgeable about, you know, mm-hmm. flavor profiles, taste pairings, you know, mm-hmm. all those intimate little like details, but mm-hmm. people always like have a laugh when I tell them that I don't actually drink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually have my black apron, so. Uh, gosh, mm-hmm. I wish. I was actually talking to one of the other supervisors the other day. So I was like, how can I get around uh, the coffee passport if I don't drink coffee? And. I know I have a coworker too uh, who wants to do it, but they can't actually drink coffee because they're allergic mm-hmm. to like the coating on the coffee beans. Oh wow! Oh, and, God. Yeah, and so they're like, uh, I mean, I horrible. can do like this slurp and like spit out. Yeah, <laughs> apparently that's a thing, but that that just sounds awful to me. <laughs> it yeah. does. That sounds horrible. <laughs> so, Ray, uh, what's your favorite thing and least favorite thing about being a barista? So, um, my least favorite thing, obviously, like a lot of people is, so my least favorite thing and my, my most favorite thing are the customers. Yeah. Um, the people that you interact with (laughs) and serve, um, they have the ability to make the job, you know, absolutely like wonderful and fulfilling in a genuinely like heartwarming time. Mm -hmm. And they also have the ability to make you feel like you are, you know, staffing like a McDonald's with two people and there's a hundred people waiting in the cafe and everyone's screaming and yelling at you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm sorry. Going as fast as we can. Yeah, no, it's, I can only do like my best. Um, mm-hmm. Like a lot of, you know, you know, popular coffee chains and, and other, you know, it, it is ultimately like a fast food fast service kind of industry like no matter what the culture is you know presented as that's ultimately what it comes down to it's you know the drive times it's how long are people waiting it's how fast can we get them out you know um yeah customers can be terrible anybody who works in the service industry in any way knows this uh there's a tendency for people to look down on you to demean you to berate you to view you as 
lesser because they think that you're working a job that society does not view as being you know vital or important or Mm -hmm. you know meaningful um or it's a job that they think is just for children for teenagers for you know school kids not realizing just how many you know adults how many dads how many mothers how many people Mm -hmm. you know rely on these jobs and you don't even enjoy them yeah um but you know obviously the the flip side of that is that i do what i do because of the customers and the people that i have and serve it's Mm -hmm. the regulars that i see it's the people who come by and you know not to like be sappy about it but just like the twitch viewers who come in and stop and say hi and then they go on their day yeah in a very similar way like very like heartwarming very like i i absolutely love the connections that i have with these people that i see you know maybe i see them daily maybe i see them a couple times a week mm-hmm. and i get to stop in and say oh you know hey how's it going you know how was your week i remember you were doing this how did that go and like yeah for some people stuff like that can be very you know forced and fake and they mm-hmm. really care but yeah. for me, i i do get a lot of genuine pleasure out of mm-hmm. talking to people um and getting involved with, you know, their day, their lives, and yeah. even a tiny little bit away. So being able to make drinks, being able to make, provide that kind of atmosphere and service for people and sending them on their way just a little happier is, oh, yeah. is really, oh, yeah. really important to me. That's awesome. That's awesome. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Fellow barista to an... I yes! <laughs> um... One of the things that I love to tell people when they're like really stressed and there's like somebody behind them in the line, I'm just like, hey, this is like this is our moment right now. Mm. I'll have I'll have my moment with no them rush. next. You're no good, rush, dude. No You're like, don't stress, man. This is our moment. Like we're <laughs> hanging out, we're chatting. We might even include the the rest of the line. I don't yeah. care. We're gonna party it's, right now. It's always my favorite when when someone is in that position and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I'm trying to hurry. Like I'm like, don't worry about you. Just ignore the line behind you, hun. And they look behind there. There's no one. There's no one. There's no one there. It's yeah. just. A, <laughs> I love it. So I love, love it. Um, no stress in Stormkeep. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. Alrighty, Freya. What is your least favorite food? Oh God, my least favorite food. That's tough. That's really tough. Least favorite food. Um, like there's no food that like makes you gag just to think about or to smell? I would say, so texture wise, I cannot do undercooked proteins. Um, I can't like when I get my like meat, like my steak, it's almost always a medium or above i can't do medium rare i can't do rare i don't like the red i don't like the blood i know it's not actually blood but i can't do the blood um (laughs) if it's fish i have a really big texture issue with you know uncooked or undercooked um you know fish uh Mm. i can't have like sushi i the very first time that i actually came out here and like had like home cooked like salmon with some of my friends 
um, they prepared it, you know, the way that they enjoyed it, which was like a medium rare salmon. And I just immediately like started gagging and had to go back and basically burn it because I was so flustered uh, at the time. And that caused me to start to overcook my foods Mm -hmm. because I got like the shock of it. And then over time, I've slowly been able to kind of ease it back into a, this is is a better, you know, happy medium. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I would have to say undercooked fish, undercooked meat is is probably a a no-go for me. I I have to have it medium, medium well, at least. Are you, so you're more of a texture person. It's not so much like flavors and stuff, like textures of food get you more. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a texture person too. I, I, if it feels weird, I can't, even if it smells good, (laughs) I get it. I get it. I get it. So Rhea, uh, shifting gears a little bit, uh, still a fun question here uh, as, as we uh, go into the home stretch of the last few questions. Um, Share the least interesting place you have traveled to. The least interesting place that I have traveled to. Mm -hmm. So I have not overly done a whole lot of travel in my life. Um, The majority, uh, so I I live in Maryland on the East Coast. Um, I'm originally from Kansas uh, uh, in the Midwest. Uh And... uh, Kansas is pretty much as open and empty and boring and plain and like, you know, rice, like cornfield, like colored as it is typically described to be. Um, I'm here for the Kansas slander. (laughs) Uh, I pretty much anywhere in Kansas is probably going to be the answer. <laughs> I mean, that's I a good answer. Is, that's your answer. <laughs> a, a good place that I can, that I can talk about. There are, the, there are some interesting locales, but I, I have never been anywhere in Kansas that just stuck out to me and was like, wow, I'm so happy that I like live here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I come from like a very like mundane, small, like country town. Mm-hmm. Um, very bland very very boring very i'm I'm so so happy to have moved and be forever gone from that horrible horrible place (laughs) i that is an exact answer that it's beautiful Mm -hmm. (laughs) Alrighty. what is the weirdest sleeping dream that you've ever had that you're happy to share the weirdest dream that I've had while sleeping. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I, I'm going to pull out an oldie, an Mm -hmm. oldie, but a goodie for some reason. I, I don't know if it's like this for anyone else, but like, I remember a lot more of my dreams and nightmares from when I was very young Mm -hmm. compared to as an adult, as a teen. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my earliest memories of a dream was a stream that I had where it was in like my family's original, original house when I was very young, like I was probably like five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I, so in the dream, I woke up, came out of my room, down the hallway, went to the living room and like, it was like bright and sunny. 
The whole family was seated like side by side, like very straight, like very strict on the couch, all next to each other, all dressed up, like very like creepy style, like all looking at me. And uh, again, weird dream logic for whatever reason, the whole world like started to like rotate around so that like I had to try and like grab onto like tufts of the carpet because uh-huh. I was going to be hanging upside down soon as the world kept turning. Oh, wow. yeah. over. Meanwhile, my whole family was just like sat there like unbothered, unfazed, like staring, like smiling at me. And I'm like here, like hanging on for dear life. And uh, eventually that came back around and some other stuff happened. I don't remember everything, you know, as as dreams happen. Yeah. And I would go back out to through the kitchen and went out to the the backyard onto our deck mm-hmm. and there was a like full-size Tyrannosaurus Rex there <laughs> and he just came right up and ate me and then it had one of those weird things where like the dream kind of like looped like I died but I didn't wake up and so I would just like walk back out onto the balcony and then he would just come down and and chomp me again and that just kept going for a little while and that's it's very weird it's very strange i I don't have any like explanation as a kid jurassic park was my favorite movie of all time it is the movie that i watched the most that's probably where the dinosaur came from Mm -hmm. but i mean it it definitely sparked this notion for me where my answer to dealing with strange and scary and dangerous situations in dreams, like in nightmares specifically, is to run into the danger. Mm-hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, that helps me get through it or just wakes yeah. me up. So yeah. I just take the plunge. <laughs> that is That's great. awesome. Thank you for sharing that one. That's <laughs> a great one. Um, uh, all right, here's, here's a fun one I think you'll like. If you could have either the superpower of invisibility or the superpower of flight, which one would you pick and why? You said invisibility or flight. Yep. That is tough. I would probably say the power of flight just because um, in a very, in, in a similar vein, I have a lot of dreams where when I get any kind of even semblance of control, mm-hmm. I try to take off and like move and like fly mm-hmm. if I can, or like, you know, like hover around or something. And I've had a lot of those dreams where like I have like gone over like the horizon, like gone over the ocean, like gone over yeah. like up the mountains. And I think that it would be infinitely more adventurous and exhilarating to have that power of flight mm-hmm. um i'm sure there's some sneaky crafty ways that you could use being invisible but i i would definitely fly if i could if i had the choice i yeah. agree with you and and i've ha- had similar dreams so i know exactly what you're talking about it's wonderful <laughs> all righty so this is the last question before we open up the questions to chats and then you're also welcome to ask us any questions raya but last but not least cookies or brownies Hundred percent cookies. I love cookies. <laughs> Why? What, what, um, what's your favorite? <laughs> uh, I love Snickerdoodles the best. <laughs> I love Snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles are awesome. Yeah, you can't beat cinnamon. Uh, I put cinnamon in everything, even at Starbucks. Uh, when I go and I get like my cream frappuccino because I don't have coffee, um, mm-hmm. I will just dump like half of a container of cinnamon and, <laughs> and get it blended. Like 
It's delicious. Mm. Oh my god. The brown it's sugar oat milk shake and espresso. Mm. Man, you make me want to have some cinnamon sugar toast. <laughs> what sugar toast? That is my favorite. Which is that way too much butter. Yes, it has Brownies to have a lot of butter. Brownies can be good. But growing up, my mother uh, always took the best pieces for herself, which was the crust pieces, the corner mm. bits. So mm. I was always left with the like slightly like less than like kind of gooey middle bits. And so I think I just I like I like a nice soft cookie instead. Right on, right on. Okay. I love the. <laughs> so uh, this is that that part where we're going to drop your uh, your link uh, in chat, right? And. Um, uh, I, uh, guys, Rhea is amazing, as you guys have, have witnessed. And for those who haven't already seen her, uh, please go drop her a follow. We, we want to support her in, in, in her joy and success and sharing herself. Uh, and so definitely check out her links and, and, and drop a follow and, and sub to her and send her bits and everything. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so yes. here's the part where we open up the chat to I'll you guys. To any questions that you have for her and any questions you might have for us. Yeah. Um, Aries asks, uh, do you plan to do more Monster High style voice acting games? I miss those. Are you? I miss those. You are dang talented. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, as I continue to get more confident and better with like kind of my style of streaming, um, I want to do more of those games. That's something that I used to do a lot more early on, um, mm -hmm. back when I played uh, sorcery and some of these other like primarily, you know, uh, story-based games. Mm -hmm. um, I don't personally think that I have like that good of like repertoire of like voices but it is something that i can be a little silly with and have some fun doing some like voices for different things and people have enjoyed it i know that we had a couple of streams where we played monster high uh, monster camp and uh, they're these kind of silly comedic romantic little party games and i think it would be a lot of fun to definitely go back to those so i will i will make sure that they go on the list to revisit whether they are you know, with friends or solo. And Raya just has to go through and voice everybody. <laughs> right on. Uh, it looks like Aries has a couple more questions. Uh, I'm going to rail them both off at the same time. Favorite sure. color and favorite anime if you watch anime. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, so my favorite color is uh, Druid Will Approve. It's green. It's always, always been my favorite color. Um, there's a reason why my character has so much green. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pink is a close second, but it is primarily green. Yeah. Um, and definitely more of a lighter green than mm -hmm. like a, a darker green. I um, like the deep forest greens. Big fan. They look good on the bangs. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and the second one, favorite anime if I watch. So I do watch anime. Um, my current favorite two animes, it's, it kind of goes back and forth. It's hard for me to decide, um, is, uh, Code Geass and, uh, Gurren Lagann. Uh, if either of you have heard of 
those. I'm not sure if uh -huh. you guys partake in the animes. Karen Logan is awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My husband's big into anime. <laughs> Grant Logan is great. Uh, Code Yoss is great. They're both uh, very popular uh, mecha animes. Mm -hmm. So they're both different variations of sort of futuristic worlds, um, alternate histories for humanity where, mm -hmm. you know, people tend to get into giant robots and smack each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so Rhea, uh, is, is Landshark, David? <laughs> Yes, Landshark is David, so he is he is my streaming companion, as it were. So should I should, should I ask the question that he asked in chat? Sure. All right. Sure. He asked, "How come you're so mean to David on stream? He's a good boy and he's never done anything wrong." That that is a lie. Anything that David says is a lie. There's not a bitter truth that comes out of his mouth. He's a horrible person, and he should be shunned and shamed by everybody. Okay. <laughs> Raya is perfect. Lander. I've never done anything wrong in my life. He's a bully and uh, very, very old. Wow, so Gamer's got some more serious questions. Uh, before we ask them, Rhea, do you have any questions for Druid or I? Uh, I am still, I'm still trying to think of some good ones for you. I no want worries. to have them, but okay. I, I'm notoriously bad on the spot. No, you're no, good. That's right. It's all good. You don't you're have fine. to have any. And maybe yeah. if you think of them after the fact, then when we have on you on the show in the future, you can ask them, you know, assuming that yeah, you want to come back. So, yeah. uh, so Aries asks, what future plans have you thought of for your streams? And what do you wish you could do if you had the chance? Future plans for the streams. Um, what do I wish I could do if I had the chance? I would love to do a... This is silly, and I don't know how it'd work with being a VTuber, but I have seen it done uh, where it is somehow possible to set up a cooking stream um, where, you know, you have some sort of like a top-down view where, you know, you can see, you know, the table, the preparation, the, you know, maybe like your hands and arms or something, but still in a way where the model is like up front and reacting and responding. And I think it would be really cool to have some kind of like split screen, like thing like that. Like it's a totally out there weird thing that I don't know if it will ever happen, but I would love to one day have the chance to try and explore something like that. Oh yeah, that sounds that cool. <clears throat> awesome. That is so cool. And that would be amazing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You need you need ideas or if you need help. Or just a brainstorm. Just mm -hmm. bounce ideas. No, I love I'm that. happy to do that. I am happy to just help <laughs> bounce off ideas. Let's go. Um as for future plans with the stream I think right now the biggest plan going forward is just to continue working on my own consistency, um, mm -hmm. making sure that I am comfortable and happy and able to, you know, stream a little more, but not in a way that is going to overwhelm me. I definitely yep. want to work on finding like my best path forward mm -hmm. as a constant creator yep. and, uh, and see where that takes me. Yep. Hmm. Totally get it. Totally get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you throw this one, a Druid. <laughs> uh, Aries has another question. Uh -huh, uh -huh. When is the Aries Rhea 
collab gonna happen? I want to know this I, myself. My two favorite VTubers. Mm -hmm. I would absolutely. Now, I I have been I have been asking the same question since before the Aries VTuber was a thing. So <laughs> I I have been throwing that at Aries, and I am waiting on him get back to me on there i would love to have a collab i would love to play some phasmo i would love to play some fun stuff and as soon as he is able and ready to uh keep can up with me on that i think we can look at making it happen can i can i pitch an idea mm -hmm. sure because so fate and i have been uh like have played around a little bit with that guest star mm -hmm. uh feature on twitch and I think it would be so cool to see both of you guys as VTubers reacting to Phasmo at the same time. And you guys could do two collabs. You guys could do two collabs, like two part one, part two. One is on Rhea's stream, and then one is on Aries' stream. That's a and great freaking idea. That would be oh shit. So instead of like streaming that. at yeah, so instead of streaming at the same time. It would just be one person would do part one, one person would do part two, and then that's how you guys would collab it. And then you guys could both have your VTubers up on the screen as well, which I just think would be a really fun, because then we, you, know, you can see the VTubers reacting and stuff. And I just think that would be so much fun. I agree. I think this is great. I love this idea so much. Um, I want to make it happen. Um, okay, make it happen, I know, Aries. I know that Aries has been working on playing Phasmo and getting better. I do happen to know that he's not quite to the point of being ready to challenge the ghosts yet though. Mm -hmm. So I think it can make for some fun, some fun screams and shenanigans to uh, <laughs> toss, toss us in there together. Someone oh, yeah. that doesn't know what they're doing and someone that only kind of knows what they're doing. It would just be so glorious and I think it would be a wonderful and amazing thing. I just, mm -hmm. I'm throwing that out into the ether. I want the stars to align It just, I mean, I'll, I'll take it one step further. And when's when's the trio stream of Phasmophobia with Stormy? No. Oh, okay. Um, Cross everyone mean, in the pot. I I got. You know what? If you guys can uh, can nail it down, I mean, I I can basically uh, I can do it on a Monday night. Uh, I can do mm -hmm. it on a Wednesday night. Probably, I would have to preempt Diablo for another night, which is okay. Um, you know, we could, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Thursday and Friday is kind of tough because they're super locked in. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but, um, um, I, I would, I would, as long as it's a, a, a Monday evening or Wednesday evening for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I will say like, since fate and I've been playing around with it, like mm -hmm. I kind of, I have a pretty good grasp of how the screen, sh like the guest star feature for Twitch, the Twitch integration, whatever. Um, I, I have a pretty good idea. So if anybody has any questions or they want to look into it, like I think I can do it. I yeah. actually think I can do it. That's a tech thing I kind of understand and I'm just kind of super excited about it. And I just want everybody to do it. I would love to learn more about it. Um, I'm aware of the feature. Uh, I don't know anything more than that, mm -hmm. um, how it works, what it's like. Um, I haven't seen it, but it, it does sound like a really neat way to uh, mm -hmm. feature feature other streamers and other people that you got on. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's it, it you it literally all you do 
is you add it as another like it gives you a browser source to add to your whatever streaming service, whether it's OBS or Streamlabs, whatever you're streaming through. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's just a you just add in the the thing. Mm-hmm. What is it called? The the browser source, and then you just kind of do it through the Twitch. It's it's actually pretty simple. So we'll we'll do a master class one of these days. We'll all get together and we'll figure it out. Good idea. <laughs> Because I, like I would that. love to learn and, and help out, too. Cool. All well, right. Uh, if, uh, if nobody has any other questions, it's, uh, we can start wrapping up the show now. Um, did any come to mind for, from you, Ray? Um, I will say I did have one question I was curious about, just because I obviously watch you guys play a lot of your D&D. Yeah, you know, usually in the background, mm-hmm. um, I am actually preparing to DM my right. first one shot for the very first time. Congratulations! And That's I cool. was wondering, as you know, very active, experienced D and D players and/or DMs, mm-hmm. if you guys had any advice for me. Oh, sure, for sure. Uh, as as a DM, uh. Are you going to be, so you say it's going to be a one-shot. Are you using a pre-existing module, or are you going to create everything from scratch? I do plan on using a, a pre-existing module. No, I've been okay. playing D&D, you know, as a player for a, a couple years now. Right, right. Um, but I have never DM'd. Uh, I, you know, take a lot of, like, inspiration look up a lot to you know people like like matthew mercer and some of the other people in that community who dm and go through Um, i actually always recommend new dms try out dming for their first time with a module i think it's the perfect Mm -hmm. way because dming is is a certain kind of flow in in the way that that you you know present the story and the experiences and the encounters and uh, yeah. and the uh, reading, reading some of the old school modules are better than the newer ones. But basically, if you can find a module that uh, you know has the little kind of description blocks separate, mm-hmm. and and then you know you just you'll need to really know that module backwards and forwards. But um, just remember when you use that module that you are there as a guide for the players to have fun it you're you're it's not adversarial even though the, you know you as the dm are rolling on behalf of the monsters mm-hmm. you are not the monster you instead you know i'm sure you know this but uh you know there are some dms who who end up failing because they don't really conceptualize that you're there to facilitate the fun of 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 the party in the group mm-hmm. and so just um you know let things happen as as they will and and mm-hmm. you know don't be afraid to steer things from time to time but uh you know as a new dm mainly just stick stick to a module that way you get mm-hmm. the feel and the flow of how it works and mm-hmm. you're kind of like the director of a movie in a way so mm-hmm. yeah um, and then i think my next piece of advice would be um making sure that you have a really good established set of ground rules and expectations for the one shot i think if you go hey this is my hopes these are my expectations do you guys have any questions is there anything we want to try to get out of the way first like is there what like that i think setting having those things Mm -hmm. right away 
would benefit you a lot because that's what my DM on my Friday night deep games. Like this is like, that's what they did was they were like, Hey, listen, these are my goal. This is my goal for this campaign. This is, these are the ground rules. And, um, at any point, like, you know, we're going to, if at any point, if we have any confusion, like we're breaking immersion and we're discussing it over the table just to make sure we're all on the same page and then we can jump right back into the game. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think because, um, you know, I think that would be really beneficial for you as a baby DM. Yeah. Right. Coming from a coming from a baby player. Like you guys are watching my very first D and D experience ever unfolding live on stream. Like I'm a brand new player to D and D, so. Um, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I really, yeah. really appreciate it for me, both of you. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Are- and and just just believe in yourself. Enjoy the storytelling process. Um, you know, if you enjoy D and D, like it's obvious that you do, then you'll do fine. Believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's all good. <laughs> Hey, Silver Wolf. <laughs> hey, Archeros. <laughs> Welcome in, guys. So in case you guys didn't know, this is um, a really big episode. This is our first VTuber. Mm-hmm. And we are so honored that Rhea was our very first VTuber. Yep. Um, it's been great. Thank you this so This is much. so good. I'm Thanks. so happy. I, yep. Um, does anybody else have any questions for anyone on the floor, anyone, anyone. Oh, that's that's okay, Lucy. No worries. <laughs> um, well, it looks like there's not quite any more questions, but that's okay. Uh, there will be obviously more in the future. You know, uh, if we get to have Ray on in the future, and uh, we we really, I would love to come back if that's a thing. Absolutely. Oh my God, yes, yeah. Like, like that's our goal in the future is is as as bandwidth and banter mm-hmm. grows and expands uh you know we want to be able to share and showcase the and shine a light on the wonderful mm-hmm. people that are part of our community that, that are that are fellow streamers especially ones that we adore and respect like yourself and uh and so by having you on again in the future is it's just you know <laughs> you're amazing mm-hmm. and we love you so yeah Oh, I love both of you and uh, everybody who's watched. I I really really appreciate it. Obviously, yeah. thank you so much for the invite. Like, thank you for making me feel you know a welcome part of your community. Absolutely, it's Ditto. been wonderful. It's been magical. It it really has made every bit of difference to me, and I I'm extremely grateful for that. So thank you. You're, You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We're gonna wrap up now. And uh, stick around. We'll be chatting with you a little bit more, Rhea, as soon as the show's done. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And thank you, everybody. Mm -hmm. Ah, wow. Druid. (laughs) I'm so happy to have had Rhea on the show. I know. It flew by. (laughs) Yes, she just warms my heart. She's just an amazing human being. And uh, I... uh, She's got a great energy and a vibe, and my gosh, her avatar is so cool, and she's got this creative spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's yeah. we're 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 lucky to have so many cool people in our communities, and to be able to share mm-hmm. our communities with each other. Yeah. And, um, 
Uh, can't wait I to know, have like, her back. It, no, I know. I can't wait to, you know, just, I can't wait for some collabs coming up. Just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm going to be all over those. Yep, yep. That'll be awesome. I am so excited. <laughs> It'll be so good. Right on. Okay, guys. Well, remember that, uh, um, I guess, uh, Banana Tom and Lucifer Lightbearer and Starkity and I are, are going to be uh, streaming tonight, uh, Celasta. Uh, and uh, Druid, uh, uh, well, uh, it, of course, Druid and Fate and I and Starkity will be on D&D tomorrow night. Uh, so, guys, do check out, I forgot where you put it, uh, but Druid, you put a poll in my chat, not in the poll section, but <laughs> I know I did it in the wrong spot. That's all right. Go, 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 please, guys, go vote in that poll. We're trying to decide if it's okay for us to move the D and D session a half an hour earlier and quit a half an hour earlier from five thirty to to nine thirty instead of six to ten, mm -hmm. uh, mainly because of kind of bandwidth tech issues that we want to mm -hmm. solve. And so, uh, let us know if that's going to be an impact on anybody. And, uh, oh, I got the Gwazimans. Thank you, Angry Angel, for the, for the resub. So, um, uh, with that, uh, make sure you guys go uh, you know, check out the D&D stream tomorrow and go drop a follow for Rhea and, and support her and drop a follow for Druid and support her. So, um, thanks again, guys, for joining us for the show. Anything else to add, Druid? Um, if anybody talks smack about VTubers VTubing, I'm a be upset. <laughs> We're gonna be Let's, a ball in their grill. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight them. Let the, like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm actually kind of jealous about all the VTubers and the cool VTuber stuff. I just, I, have, I just show my face. I think my face v, is VTubing is is neat. I, I, I adore. I think, it. I think it's, it's so a, cool. It's a very special and integral part of of Twitch and the, the in the whole experience. And yeah, uh, I'm with you. I think. Yeah. I love any yeah. kind of technological progress. So I'm, it is, I'm it all is for like it. VTubers are so cool, and it's one of those things where I'm like, listen, like we need to support our VTubers, man. Mm -hmm. Like they like they are the foundation of awesomeness, and y'all like people that don't support VTubers, I'm coming for you. Literally coming for all of you. Right on. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much again for joining us on Bandwidth and Banter. We'll see you again next week. Who, who do we have on the show next week? Do you remember? I remember. I think it's Brandon Wolf Gaming next week. <laughs> yes, it is. Who happens to be here tonight? Thank you for In joining chat. us, Brandon Wolf Gaming. We, we adore you and can't wait to, to, to chat with you next week. Uh, mm -hmm. Thanks again, Raya. We love you. You all have a great evening. We'll, we'll catch you later. And I'll be on in just about 10 minutes. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye, goodbye.